Hello and welcome to She Loves, a new podcast that's produced by Vivolution to celebrate, inspire and empower women creating positive change in the world. Today I sat down with Lauren Lovett, founder of the plant-based cooking school Plant Academy and foodie and well-being platform Mindcandy. We chatted about her background as a chef, entrepreneur and mental health well-being advocate. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hey Lauren. Hi. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited for our chat. Yeah, I can't wait. I've been really looking forward to it. I know. Um, so let's start at the beginning. Can you tell me a bit about your upbringing? And were you always interested in kind of cooking and plants? Yeah, I was. I mean, I was actually thinking about this this morning. I was doing a bit of a like business analysis and thinking about my kind of, you know, when you just think, like, how did I get here? Yeah. Um, and yeah, like it, from from when I was younger, I've always been quite like creative like I really love like drawing and making stuff Mm. and I think literally from then like I'd always be in the kitchen I was quite lucky that my my mum especially was always very open to me just kind of being there and making something even if it was quite crazy or like I remember making lots of little like spice pastes and like really yeah I just used to like mixing things together and kind of seeing what happened um but yeah so and I always remember kind of like being quite connected with like growing stuff and we always had my granddad actually always had a a vegetable garden so we'd I'd always know ish what was happening and then what people were doing with it so so yeah and then from there I kind of started cooking and really getting more into it and I remember when I was younger at school I'd always make like kind of three course dinners for my family or have friends over and I'd always be trying kind of the new recipe or making souffles and like you know just I always used to love it but it never seemed like a serious thing it always just seemed like oh you know I can play around and try and try and see what happens amazing and then how did you kind of get more into that thinking this is the kind of career path that I wanted to go down well so that was like a much longer thing obviously so I well I was studying art so I got really into kind of like art and design and eventually fashion yeah um so I was really kind of thinking you know career path wise when you're at school you think you know what can I what can I do like what's my subject and it was always more art and design um, but food was always in the like on the back burner, and I loved like kind of cooking and things in my spare time. But yeah. I didn't think I mean I maybe took like one or two kind of fun workshops or classes, but yeah, never taking it too seriously. Um, but when I moved away to go to university, I was studying fashion design and like did an art foundation. Wow. Yeah, so it was kind of again going down a different path. And is that something you wanted to go become a fashion designer? Yeah, I wanted to do illustration. Oh, that wow. was my thing. Yeah, I really loved it. And I, I always think one day I would like to kind of include that more. But, but yeah, I really wanted to do like fashion illustration and kind of like design and stuff. That was really the route. Um, but yeah, so th- and then when I went away to study, I went on this kind of whole journey, like moved away from home and kind of seeing, you know, where the career was going to or whether everything was going to go. And I moved away, fell in love, and um, my boyfriend at the time was also very creative, he was a photographer, and he was really struggling with his mental health. And when we were together, he got diagnosed with bipolar disorder, Mm. and that was something that neither of us knew what it was. It was kind of like, what is this word, and what are we gonna do with it? It really kind of made no sense. So Mm. we're both kind of really immersed in kind of taking like work and like art and stuff quite seriously but there was this whole kind of side going on and we were living a rock quite a rock and roll like lifestyle kind of going out a lot like Mm. first year at uni 
and it just became really difficult like he was having such a tough time and he was one of these people that would light up every room like he really had so much passion and potential for kind of life but there was this real darkness kind of behind everything and for both of us we really didn't know like how to manage it in mm. any way and this kind of went on for a, a long time and then we both after doing this art foundation year we moved away both to study like pursue these kind of fashion and photography careers and and so you moved separately away yeah we yeah. did like it just you know when you get kind of steered to do things and yeah. I was looking at doing um, fashion design and business and I really wanted to do a course that had both and then he really wanted to come to London mm. so we kind of very much looked at exactly like what we wanted to be doing and seeing like you know when you think how we'll make this work in some way but we don't know how which is kind of you you're young and you think like anything is possible we can just yeah. do it you know um so yeah we both kind of went down moved away and as time went on like I could feel him really like drifting away and um really like yeah it all got really sad and not really knowing what was going to happen and one day I just got a call from his twin brother and he'd killed himself. Oh my god. Yeah, so for me, like, I mean, I know this is kind of going, well, it's very related to the question, but it's a long story. Um, but yeah, my, like, everything collapsed for me, like, my whole world. And from there, like, I really didn't know what I was doing. Like, kind of everything seemed meaningless. Yeah. And I kind of, I got really ill. So for a long time, I was super sad. And everything just, I was like in limbo, I felt for a long time. You know, and you feel disconnected yeah. from everything. And then, I just started to get really ill. I got depression and eating disorders and everything. And I just kind of got, you know, it really did hit rock bottom. And I was still studying fashion. And to be fair, like studying still helped me. Like I was very driven to do something. I like to be really busy. And I, I mean, I still like to be very busy. Yeah. But that kind of, you know, that was the route I was going down. But I was getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And anyway, a few years down the line, I, I was, I had really good support around me, but it was obviously really difficult mm. and I just got to the point like it got really bad which is obviously like you know they say you have to hit rock bottom and I really did and something just clicked and I wanted to get better like I, I still like there's there were so many things going on at that time but it was mainly the support of my family I had really good support I had kind of I was going to acupuncture I was like doing a few holistic therapies and yeah it just clicked and I was like I want to get better but you know who like you know when you need that kind of reason and passion yeah, to get yeah, better yeah. um so I kind of found that and then I was kind of thinking like but why am I like I obviously with eating disorders been very focused on food but also had learned a lot mm. and that kind of learning I started to think right if I I'm gonna have to get better myself like I didn't necessarily agree with like the more traditional way of like kind of you know going into hospitals or with doctors and stuff that didn't really sit with me mm. so I thought I'm gonna have to do it myself I'm gonna have to work out a way to get better whatever that means um so I did so I kind of like moved home from uni I was still studying this was like five years into a degree and so I moved home and I thought right I've got to like learn how to like re-nourish myself like I yeah. was really in a bad place and and I did and the food thing I kind of had always, I'd been cooking the whole way through but kind of more for other people than for myself and I really, yeah, I just found food again. And it was amazing to kind of see, I was like, actually, like, this is what I love. Like, I really like, and, and I, as I started to kind of, like, research and kind of, like, really on myself, but yeah. just kind of see, like, what I could do to feel better. It was this mixture of kind of, like, cooking and nutrition, but also kind of, like, food and purpose. Yeah. And, and that was the point at which I kind of thought, like, why am I in fashion? Like, I... 
this is the thing that I've loved forever and I could see it helping me so much. And at that point, I really thought, right, how can I, you know, use food as something that's so much more, which it is. Yeah. And um, so at the end of my degree, I ended up writing this kind of trend analysis book, which is all about rebranding mental health with a trend towards wellness. So this was kind of before wellness, obviously, it was the... Yeah, I was going to say, it's, yeah. Yeah, and... So, and really, to be honest, thinking about what would have helped us, like me and Rishi, my boyfriend, back then, like if we'd have had more information, what would have been more helpful? And yes, yeah, so I wrote this book, kind of, it's not a published book, but like a kind of theoretical kind of project book. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was all about kind of using lifestyle to support our mental health. And at that point, I thought, right, this is it. This is what I care about. Like, for me, it was everything. And I finished my degree and started to think, right, I want to retrain as a chef. Like, this is, like, everything that I want. So, yes, that's kind of how it began. Amazing. Yeah. And um, would you think you'll ever get that book published? Because it sounds like if like an amazing... In the co- process yeah. of... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Well, let's see. But, yeah, all being well, there will be a mind food book next year. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's so like unreal that you're you were saying like you were kind of going through like eating disorder and that you're also kind of cooking and like doing Mm. kind of that alongside and then you kind of found the strength I guess to kind of like and also just like reconnected back with food and wanted to kind of like what you're saying like nourish yourself again it's such an amazing like journey that you went through and it's like you're so you're an incredible person so strong for for doing that I'm just like so in awe like that you went through that process it must have been super difficult for you with everything that were going on with like your boyfriends Mm. and your own kind of mental health as well yeah well this is the thing it is like yeah it's tough and I mean so many people go through like this you know especially with eating disorders whether they've you know they come from so many different places but when it's a result of trauma which mine kind of was yeah you know, it is, it's a really difficult journey, but, I mean, the, the amazing thing for me, to be honest, was actually plant, plant-based plant food. So there were so many foods that I had barriers towards, mm. like things that I'd grown up with or, you know, things you think are really unhealthy. And by thinking about plant-based foods, like, I just started learning about these new things, like things like avocados or, like, kind of superfoods or goji berries. I didn't know... I didn't have any barriers. Yeah. These were, like, new things, so that actually was what really, really helped me to be like, right, this is not food that I've got maybe some issues with. This is new stuff, new ingredients, a whole new thing. And so it was really that, like, magic, that, like, kind of the plant-based stuff that was life-changing. And how did you come across all of that? Was that just, like, stumbling through it with, like, your cooking or research, or was it a friend? I think it was... I mean, I think it was just that time, you know, when, like... I hit, you know, the kind of wellness movement. But yeah. it was when there were more people or chefs or entrepreneurs that were really starting to think more about, I guess, also sustainability. But, like, I remember one of the first books I got was actually by Natasha Corette, mm. Honestly Healthy. And I remember reading that book and being like, wow, like, this is different. Because I was so used to books, like, you know, from, like, Mary Berry and Nigella Lawson, which yeah. I still I love and find really inspiring. But this was a whole different type of cooking. And that was like, wow, like actually this is like nourishing food Mm. and like really specifically that and at that time that was really what I was looking for like Mm. thinking I was so like deplenished in every way I really was looking for stuff that can help like boost like my brain but also like everything 
so so yeah that's amazing and I feel like it there was that time where people were making the connection between like the gut and mental health as well yeah. weren't there and there was a lot more information kind of being put out and I think you know growing up like when we were younger anyway like the information and resources just weren't as available as they are now and there just exactly. wasn't that information um so it's super important like all the stuff that kind of you're doing as well like with your kind of background and like what you've gone through and like how you're going to be doing this book as well and from your like kind of your yeah. story yeah super important and so you've got um you've created plant academy yep um and mind candy as well so with mind candy that's was that kind of out did that come out of like what went you went through with your own kind of like traumas and like with your boyfriend because that's um mind candy is to do connecting kind of food and mental health isn't it exactly yeah so mind candy kind mind candy came about because well, I had this, the book I had written was called A Recipe for Wellbeing, so yeah. it was kind of like, that was the vibe. But years down the line, I was actually doing a culinary course in America, and I had to do a project about creating a product. And I thought, like, you know, when you have, I knew it was going to be about mental health and food, like, that's kind of what I really wanted to do. But I was thinking, how can I make this, like, a thing? And obviously I was in, like, Venice Beach, and it was yeah. kind of feed your mind candy, and it, it just kind of, like, came came to me. And I did these um, like mental health subscription boxes, so like a box that could su- um, support your brain through the day. So it would be kind of like, wow. yeah, like little snacks and shots that were all kind of adaptogenic foods that would literally just add more sparkle to the day, but also yeah. like targeted superfoods. Um, so that's kind of how it came about. And then I think I, when I came back, I was like, right, I need to find a way to start this. So I just kind of started an Instagram account and thought, you know see what happens and then when I actually moved to London just like 18 months ago I um just thought right this it was mental health awareness day and I thought right I want to bring this to life so I started to do supper clubs and um yeah that was kind of the beginning great really and how's it been since you start when did you start it um just over a year ago so it's I mean it's one of those things obviously I do have plant academy and mind candy is always my little like passion project on the side um but it's been really surprising actually to see like the people obviously I feel like in the last few months even people have started to do more about mental health and food and I know it's been a long time coming and it's like the more the better um but when I first started doing it over yeah just over a year ago it was amazing to see like people would find me like kind of research papers and things or Mm. people doing events or wanting someone to speak and they really couldn't find many people that were doing anything about connecting mental health and food and with mind candy it's all about kind of um inspiring and expressing better mental health through food so whether that's like workshops or events or kind of supper clubs it's always not just the ingredients we use but the act of cooking and coming together around something that's kind of meaningful creative and bringing people together so it's kind of hopefully hits a few different bases but um but yeah so it's all like early days and then the book hopefully will be the next incredible yeah and so not only are you doing all of that you're also running plant academy can you tell me a little bit about how that came about and like what what you're doing with that yeah for sure so um plant academy is a well we kind of to be fair changing our definition at the moment but we we bring dreams to life through food yeah so when we started we very much were thinking we were going to be like a cookery school or culinary academy yeah um so we used to do kind of shorter courses and events and workshops and but to be honest, over the last year, so we've been open for just over a year now, 
is... God, that year's gone quickly. Oh, my God, I know. You can, so much happens, right? I know. It's, like, ridiculous. You think back and you're like, oh, it was a year. It feels like about I cannot five. believe it's been a year. <laughs> I know. It's weird. Yeah, but you, so looking back, like, yeah, the first six months we were very much pursuing this kind of idea of doing lots of kind of short courses, but... Mm. As the year went on, the main goal was always to do these kind of five and ten day courses called Plant One Two Three, which mm. was more for kind of people looking to take food like way more seriously. So whether you're an entrepreneur like hoping to start a food business or someone that just wants to take food more seriously in their lives, mm. then these courses are really geared up towards that. So like level one is all about plant food fundamentals. So like you know stock sources like gluten free baking, desserts, kind of all of those kind of things. Um, plant two is all about um, who you are and what you want to put on a plate. So it's kind of called expressing your essence through food. Mm. And then level three, which we're doing the first one ever in a few days. Oh, exciting. Um, yeah, it's all kind of come around really quickly. But the, the third level is all about making an impact on the food system. So people that want to start a business and how they can literally do something with purpose, with meaning, and we support them to really be able to get started. So um, so that's kind of become our main focus. And then we also do consultancy projects. So mm. we've just opened the first plant-based hotel in Paris. Oh, yeah, it yeah. sounds incredible. So it's all kind of, yeah, that's happening over there as we speak, which is amazing. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the idea has evolved so much. And, yeah, it's kind of the long classes and consultancy. And then we do lots of kind of brand collaborations and events and those kind of things as well and you say we are you running it with other people is it's because you're the founder of plant academy yes. but do you, are you do you have staff working with you well so now i'm super lucky that halfway through last year there was um an amazing woman who i met when i was teaching over in barcelona and she came over to assist me on some yeah. courses that we were doing over there and when i had the dream of starting these long courses um, I said like oh would you come and help me and her name's Carolina and she's yeah. an amazing kind of like recipe development and chef and she opens businesses like all over the world and anyway I was like please can you come help <laughs> and then she came over for a week and then I was like would you move to London and do this with me and she did amazing I know and I couldn't believe it but that I mean as you can probably relate like that changed everything yeah, yeah, like yeah. before that I was kind of struggling to get everything done on my own and then I mean, it's so hard. Like, you can do it so to hard. a point, but it just becomes, yeah. like, un- unattainable and unmanageable, like, doing it all on yourself. Like, yeah. it's just so, it's so difficult. Exactly. You just can't. And so, yeah, when she came over, it made us, it enabled us to do so much more. And, yeah, obviously with her, like, kind of wealth of knowledge with everything, then, yeah, so we're the, I say we, but we're a team of two. But, no, um, that's not a we. It's a we. Yeah. And, um, and having two yeah. people rather than just one, oh it just God. you just realise what it's like to have a team and not having to do everything by yourself. And you realise that you need like new ideas coming in and like just having a different opinion. It's just it's just a game changer, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and it's it's been amazing. And like she is great because we do have such a shared kind of vision with everything. And yeah. I mean, always the idea is to kind of we say like inspire passion through plants. So like, you know, helping people to really realise dreams through food and show people what's possible because I think so many times people want to you know start a pop-up or Mm. start a product or even just like enjoy more plant-based food but it's hard like it's hard to get started and what we really try and do is bring that creativity to the table yeah and it I always think it ties in really nicely with the mental health thing because once you find that passion and purpose 
I mean, it's game changing. hundred percent. So yeah. hundred percent. And what kind of people are like coming to you who, you know, like the startups, for example, like, are they people, is it like from everyone within the kind of plant powered sort of like movement or have you got people who maybe have like a non, non like plant based kind of mm. startup and they want to get more into plants? Like, do you help them with that process? Yeah, a lot. Like, and that's incredible. It's such a mixed bag. Like when we do, especially level one, because that's kind of more for home cooks as well as kind of people that are really started we get such a mix but often like the most recent one we did was last week and we had like three or so professional chefs that were all kind of more classically trained um, and they wanted to come to learn more about plant-based food and then they were looking for to either implement more plant-based dishes like on their menus or to kind of diversify and kind of really pursue the dream of being like a plant-based chef Wow, that is huge because that needs to happen, doesn't it? Especially with like, I feel like high end sort of restaurants, Mm. like there needs to be that innovation happening because you still go to some of these like places or, you know, like with with more people moving towards a kind of not even vegan diet, but just like kind of more plants diet. um, It feels like some of the Mm. restaurants just aren't, they're not supplying like enough kind of options and innovation. Yeah. And if it's, and the thing is like, if it's not delicious, then people are going to try it and then think, oh, this vegan thing's no good. Yeah. You know? So the more people can have this kind of like the good base of knowledge about making delicious plant-based food, I feel like, I mean, that would be, unreal. yeah, really kind of, well, give people more options and the people that do try the food then they're more likely to think like wow this stuff is great like there's definitely something in this vegan thing that's great Hopefully. and how are you finding like you know there's so much kind of um you know which is amazing like veganism and plant-based living has become mainstream there's so much attention and you know big companies and money mm-hmm. coming into this space which is amazing because it's making it more accessible it's yeah. making the plant-based economy grow but how are you finding it because you're obviously working with a lot of kind of like smaller companies mm-hmm. or people who have just got an idea and also so yourself being like a, a small startup as well yeah. like how are you finding the climate and like the environment at the moment well I think there's so many opportunities like yeah. I think we're obviously like starting anything is always challenging yeah. like, there's always hurdles and like we all kind of know don't we 100% of, you know you come across things that you don't expect and like I mean there's sometimes you just can't be that prepared for certain things but I do think there's so many opportunities yeah. and like we've been I've been really blown away like this year to see like one the people that are finding us and that are interested like I feel like that has only really just become possible like if we'd have started this maybe 10 years ago I mean you would have maybe no people who I know there's that's the thing there was quite a few like you know kind of mm. restaurants or you know startups that started a while ago because they were such visionaries and they yeah. saw there was a need for it but it's almost too soon and it's yeah. kind of like it's been like the past few years it's just been this kind of bubbling and then explosion well exactly yeah. and it's amazing and I think and that's what we see with people coming through like through the academy is they're yeah they are finding a lot of opportunities and they're kind of they're hoping to get something started and sometimes just need that little confidence boost but when 100%. they put it out there it's out and what is amazing is we do have a very international audience so you know we really do have people from everywhere like kind of from well most recently actually went to visit a student in Peru and we have people you know from like Peru and Egypt and Europe and everywhere but seeing the students go back and take this kind of newfound confidence new knowledge to their kind of community which is all of these places are really like excited about plant-based food you know it's happening everywhere and seeing people, the students go back and really like doing it, mm. and they're then finding their own success. I mean, that is like, it's really yeah, it's it really unbelievable. Blows me away. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, what's your experience of being a female chef in the culinary industry? Well, I think I've always been quite lucky. Um, like when I mean, so starting out, 
like oh yeah I didn't really say this but when um so when I started to think right I want to be in food what am I going to do yeah I ended up starting like I well I had about six jobs so I was like working in restaurants <laughs> like you know trying to find what I wanted to do I set up like a kind of really tiny like wellness consultancy company like I was just like trying to do stuff yeah um and anyway on that journey I was given the opportunity to um, be involved in opening a restaurant which was called Asparagasm and that was down in the Cotswolds I met the founder she was one of the first vegan pop-ups in London like kind of doing like kind of more evening kind of quirky fine dining and she was looking to open a permanent space down in where I was living in the Cotswolds and I was given the opportunity to like get started and within a few weeks of actually being open we were like working on the project for like a year and then finally opened and then the chef that we had found left so I had to be the chef just overnight so I kind of was given this opportunity I didn't I'd worked in kitchens but never so you know in that environment so I was had a bit of an unusual experience in that I've kind of always had my own place yeah um and then when I've whenever I've worked and kind of like doing pop-ups or events or whatever it's I've always felt fine like you know there's always been some really good support and I think more so maybe I don't like to be a bit you know but um more so in the plant-based scene lots of the chefs I've met are just so supportive like that's great you know really wanting to like kind of support each other inspire each other and that kind of thing so I've yeah I think always been really lucky that's great I think it's like you know from the outside looking in when you're not Mm. in the industry it's kind of painted a bit as a kind of male-dominated industry isn't it and also stressful so I was like curious to kind of see like you know kind of with like your um the support you kind of do with like mind candy for example yeah. like with mental health like if that kind of is something that you would want to do maybe in the culinary industry to help and support kind of chefs and pe- like staff like in the kitchen yeah. because it must be such a stressful environment and mm. to kind of and long hours isn't it yeah it is and i mean to one well whenever we take on like new projects it's actually been quite magnified by the project in paris so yeah. um it's an amazing hotel and we've been working with like some like two young guys that kind of traditionally trained and it is I mean in that kitchen there's a girl but there's a few you know a few guys and stuff and but they've all been it's been a really nice environment like when you I think when you find people that are really passionate we've just been lucky that we've taken on jobs where you do have passionate people involved and I think I mean whenever you train new people there's always that kind of you know you go in you're a young woman and they kind of look at you thinking like you're training me but I mean very quickly people are yeah we've been lucky that people are very open-minded and it's always we've been around really great people oh that's great yeah um so in the past we've chatted about how empowering it can be to be an environment like with inspiring women Mm. um where do where are your go-to places to get this empowered feeling Ooh, good question um where do well to be fair in london i think we have such a nice little network of people don't we like going I mean, coming to, like, your events, I always love going to Vivolution and kind of catching up with everyone that you probably haven't seen in ages because you're all kind of busy doing yeah. your own thing. And just to see everyone, either when people that are talking on the stages that are kind of friends and seeing them, like, really, like, kind of doing it. Yeah. I think that's always super inspiring. And yeah. then also being really lucky that so many people have, like, cool little businesses or you can go to their events and you always... I don't know, I always go to things and see people just, like, whether it's a supper club or someone really, like, doing their thing... And I always feel so inspired to think you really do see, like, anything is possible. And, like, when you've set your mind to it, yeah, you know, that's it. But And it's the same with, like, different projects. Like, the the Paris project, yeah. um, the the hotel is called Hoy, like, H-O-Y, which is House of Yoga. But it's a beautiful boutique hotel. And Charlotte, who's the founder, going there and seeing her just, like, doing it 
it's amazing and like people going you only just go and you actually see things in action I always feel super you go away thinking like wow like you know you yeah, can yeah, yeah. do it 100%. but um but yeah does that answer the yeah, question? yeah 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 definitely um and for anyone like who's listening who wants to get into the food industry or and you know become a chef do you have any like insight or advice from like what you've learned along your way yeah I mean I think so many times like, I think with people don't necessarily know where to get started and it is like I think coming on the courses is obviously I'm going to say but it is a really great way to get started like when I first was thinking like oh I want to work in food I thought well, I know how to cook like I think but I have no real like professional experience and for me that was a real confidence boost just mm. to go and especially when I did some courses over in LA it was kind of like more well t- deemed as more professional kind of training and coming back that enabled me to be like oh like I've actually I've done a course I can say like I'm trained and for whatever reason it does make you feel different but I feel like courses as well like I say this to students it's not like you don't finish and you're a chef like you earn obviously being a chef over time and it really is finding like mentors like finding people you admire seeing if you can go and work with them shadow them like really kind of be immersed in the kitchen if you want to be a chef in a kitchen but also realizing that there are so many other options like I think so many times people do a course and they think oh I'm going to be like a line cook and it's like actually you're very creative you've got a very you're like amazing at maybe plating or you know these different things and thinking just there's so many opportunities in the kind of like culinary industry like for you know recipe development or consultancy or styling or I mean sometimes I find it really hard to define what we do because you know and you're like well what do I do and I've gone from saying more like more of an entrepreneur because I always feel more comfortable saying that than yeah, yeah. you know and it's chef is such a funny term because I think people get so hung up on like you know what is a chef and yeah you know and if you it's a fine line like if you're cooking professionally potentially a chef but then also leading a kitchen team is you know there's many different ways of saying it but I do think being if you want to work in food it's kind of potentially finding a course that you think is going to support you and take you to the next level but also getting the practical yeah experience amazing yeah and um like obviously like when you're kind of doing your recipe creation and you're working with different you know say restaurants or people Mm. and like you were saying in your previous like kind of background where you're doing like fashion design and everything where do you get like your inspiration and like where do you go to get get like kind of create your creative you know kind of senses flowing gosh so many places well I mean I'm really lucky in that work does allow me to travel quite a lot um yeah it looks like you travel to these incredible places I've been like it's just been in the last few years like when I had asparagasm I was literally there for three years I didn't leave and it was like you know all in nothing and as soon as I finished or as soon as we kind of closed and decided to do different things then I thought why like I don't need to be tied to anywhere really like it's I really tried to seize the moment to think mm. I want to see more and to s- get inspired. So traveling has been a huge thing for me. Um, just because, yeah, I mean, there's dishes and ingredients and things that you don't even know existed. Like, I, mm. I was really lucky to just go over to Peru and I was staying with one of the students over there and seeing kind of Lima through her eyes. Yeah. And seeing, like, the fruits and, like, trying, like, fresh lacuma and things like that, it blew my mind and, like vegetables that yeah literally like never even had heard of and like fresh maca like grating fresh maca on pasta it was amazing and like so I think travel is a great way to get inspiration and whether that's near or far I mean you can go like into the countryside and find like some wild foraged ingredients and I find that is really inspiring just for me it's often all about like the ingredients and kind of 
ideas I mean obviously I look at different restaurants and people and you know take inspiration from there as well but I think the biggest thing is really like yeah new places yeah that's great mm. and you know kind of I know like you don't just work with like restaurants and things like that but do you kind of help you know different spaces with food waste for example because I feel like there's um I mean a lot is obviously happening but I feel like there's still so much that needs to be done in terms of that support Mm. and and also awareness as well and like what because I think obviously a lot of restaurants are I guess um restricted because of health and safety what they can do but um there's so many amazing innovations and things that are happening like toast for example like the beer and like unbelievable and rubies in the rubble and there's so many cool like products and stuff that are being created from that like is that something you're you're passionate about 100 percent. yeah I mean this both through like when we do the school or when we do consultancy projects like a huge thing is always kind of trying to teach people that you know there there shouldn't be any waste like Mm. if we have literally anything we're always trying to find a different use so whether that's with the hotel we were recently working with and also in the courses like any peelings we're very meticulous about being like you know keep things separate what else can we do with it we try and make like powders and like all sorts of different things we'll always be kind of like yeah drying something out or kind of blending it into something else or fermenting it or you know and I think that's such a big thing to learn because I know like obviously we are working with chefs a lot of the time and they when coming from more of a classical background I hope it's changing but I know a lot of the time it is kind of you're practicing your knife skills and everything just gets thrown away Mm. whereas with us we're like keeping every scrap and like drying it and turning it into kimchi and you know like so we do really really try and implement all of those things and I think food waste is such a great way to be creative yeah, like, yeah. and it's so inspiring like we had um, Douglas McMaster he yeah. comes to teach on one of our courses and you know getting hearing his story about really like with Silo making like this whole food waste project I yeah, know it's incredible. For, so incredible and the students were so inspired and I think just by seeing like really what is possible and that by sometimes giving yourself more of a challenge obviously can create more creativity and yeah. I think that's always what we're about is kind of like how we can use these maybe like problems or what you would normally think of a, a like issue to actually spark a new idea whether that's like a new dish or a new way that you can really repurpose something it's yeah, um, yeah. yeah always a huge focus Amazing. yeah and like you know you're you're running so many different projects and you're you know kind of like learning as you're going as well and growing Mm. in different ways like how do you kind of look after your mental health like kind of doing that because I know being an entrepreneur like Mm. you know self-care and kind of mental health can sometimes fall to the bottom of the list and it's something that we're really we try and um support people at our events especially like um, you know, at our business events because it's so important to kind of make sure that you're doing something and it doesn't have to be traditional things like meditation, for example, but something to help, you know, kind of, you know, bring your mental health and wellness kind of to the top of the priority list. Is there something that you do to help you kind of maintain that? Yeah, lots of things. I mean, yeah, it's always difficult, isn't it, when there's so much pressure and I think when you've got your own startup, it's always yeah. kind of like, you know, you want to say yes to everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know like last year I was a bit crazy like I did I did say yes to everything and I know I put a lot of pressure on us to kind of like do things but it's always like I think what we try and do with actually things that we take on is always thinking about like you know it has to be the right thing like Mm. although you say yes you kind of you make the projects that come like what you what you're putting out there we've been really lucky that it's always been quite great and the teams that we're working with are very inspiring so I think being you know always keeping the kind of the vision and your values at the forefront and then that hopefully is what comes back to you so 
that's been really like kind of an important thing yeah yeah but um but also kind of more personally I do like I do a lot of yoga you know I I my mornings are quite sacred like obviously when we do the courses it's all systems go but I do always try and give myself a bit of time like in the morning to kind of not fly out the door like you know at 6 a.m it is kind of like if I can like spend time kind of at home like getting stuff done rather than flying out and putting lots of pressure on the day yeah um but it's finding that balance and I think we always kind of you know it can be crazy for like a few weeks but then in between trying to think like right you know take time to like go and see some friends or you know really prioritizing that and factoring it into your schedule rather than just kind of everything getting lost yeah um but I do and also like really trying to eat well as well I mean always making sure that when you're kind of flying around you've got something that's going to keep you going and you're not just kind of like totally burning out and for like everything with like mind food and everything is really really important and I do always try and make sure that you know there's things whether I do well not necessarily just like kind of have to be the most like taking big salads everywhere but just having little things that you enjoy that keep you going through the day and Mm. also having time to cook and do the things that I love to do like although it is obviously for work but when I'm at home I do still really like cooking so you know like yeah and I just sometimes just need that time to like turn off just make something and something without having any like it doesn't have to be perfect but I do really enjoy like just having that time it doesn't happen too often but when it does I yeah try and make sure that it does happen yeah and what do you see like the innovations like what innovations are exciting at the moment like there's so much obviously happening in the food space but Mm. what are you most excited about wow god yeah there's so there are there's a lot going on as we know and it's just blowing up isn't it it's blowing up like literally when well whether because we don't see so much kind of the tech side of things but whenever I see like what's going on in that space I'm always like oh my gosh what are they thinking of yeah um everything that we see is often actually through students so people like you really see like kind of the next startups yeah and I mean it if anything, it's kind of coming back to, like, you know, back to roots a little bit more. Like, we're saying about zero waste and I think making wellness more accessible. I'm really excited at the moment about kind of more kind of, like, travel and wellness mm. and how those things are coming together. So kind of making, like, vegan, especially, like, vegan plant-based food, like, more accessible when we're moving around. And, like, I love when, like, seeing the project in Paris happen and mm. all of those kind of things. But really that you can go to different places and it is like more accessible because I think that's what's going to be very like changing yeah the projects we're seeing with like students that are kind of coming through is there are more people doing lots of kind of like more meal delivery and you know like those kind of things but more focused on like seasonal ingredients zero waste is obviously like a huge thing and I think it is that like accessibility like it's it's kind of the next thing but also kind of like an old thing like I feel like we're going back to roots yeah but also it's kind of good that we're making those back to roots ideas like more accessible yeah yeah it's great yeah amazing and we're just gonna end with like a few quick fire questions oh god okay so what inspires you to get up in the morning Ooh, the next opportunity i think i'm always really excited to think like oh what's next yeah yeah i love that do you have a daily affirmation and if you do can you share it with us um well i do actually yeah embrace and believe um, I've actually got it like tattooed yeah, I thought you on were looking arm. on your arm. <laughs> yeah, I do. I have it tattooed on me. Um, so yeah, embrace and believe. It's always kind of like sometimes you can have, I d- you can doubt yourself, can't you? Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. Sometimes it is good to obviously question that you're making the right decisions, but sometimes I just think embrace and believe and go with it because 
if you just trust the process, I mean, you're always going to just have a bit of a more enjoyable time. 100%. Mm. Do you have a female role model inspiration? Oh my gosh. I have, so, I have a lot of, like, role models, actually. Like, over the years, yes. But, I mean, people... I When I started out kind of doing all the, the food thing, I there's a few people down, actually, in the countryside that I started to work for. And one is um, Hilary, who runs the organic farm shop in Sirencester. And she's, like, a kind of power woman. Like, she's set up this farm shop, literally. Yeah. Um, it's all vegetarian and, like, beautiful. But her business, like, side of things, I used to see her, like doing it and that I always found really inspiring then when we set up Asparagasm Kate who was the founder again her the business side of things these women like you know they just have that focus and I I always really used to look up to them thinking like wow they've like started their own thing like this before I kind of had my own but and there I always kind of think back to things that they used to say and I'm like oh yeah you know that that's always (laughs) really helpful then I mean, my mum has always been very good as well, kind of, like, trust your intuition, you know, like, just go with it. And she's, yeah, so a lot of kind of strong women I found around me. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. Amazing. What do you wish you could have told your 15-year-old self? Gosh, um, I wish I could have... I think trust yourself a bit more. I think now I really try and just, you know trust yeah. the process like I say but I think back then I used to doubt myself so much and like thinking like oh you know is that right or following the crowd and yeah. don't need to follow the crowd you know sometimes you just know like that's right that's the wrong thing to do and I think if I'd have really been a bit more driven to just be like oh that doesn't feel right and it's hard when you're younger isn't it to yeah like, you know you you think oh god everyone else is doing that and I should do that too and you don't want to feel different as well do you you don't want to feel different yeah. and it's really really hard to like kind of really be like no this is and I think that would have actually guided a lot more of my decisions like when I went to university like the kind of second course I was so like oh my god I've got to go now and it's like you don't have to go now if you're not ready you don't have to go now yeah, but yeah. you don't really know that then so yeah I think just like trust yourself like you're you're good as you are yeah. kind of thing yeah I love that do you have any favourite books or podcasts oh yeah so many so many books and podcasts um what am I I'm trying to think what I'm listening to at the moment um podcast wise yeah because I'm more more podcast than books to yeah, be fair because yeah. I never find so much time to read um obviously I listen to the plant-based business podcast and oh. I do genuinely like love that I love secret leaders as oh, well yeah. that's such a good um podcast I love what's the other ones that I love at the moment I love talking taste buds oh yeah I, I always like that for kind of like but it's always really inspiring to like hear different stories um and Oh, what's the other one? I used to love How I Built This. Oh, yeah. I love Amazing. that podcast. And the episode with the guy that has um, WeWork. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those, I, I love, like, a, I do love a business kind of, like, podcast. Um, Books-wise, the books that for business specifically, no, no, just no, in no, general. Anything, yeah, anything. I can't think. Of the Well, the actually, the ones I've always kind of go back to, which is actually kind of businessy. I really like the, um, the Innocent Smoothies book. And oh, yeah. I really like the Tom's Shoes book. And they were the first ones I ever read. But I always like go back to them and I'm always like, that was very good advice. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so I really like those two books. But um, I can't, yeah. Have you got a favourite cookbook? Ooh, favourite cookbook. Um, I really love um, Plants Taste Better by Richard Buckley. Oh, nice. um, he speaks on our, or he does the whole day on our level one course. And I mean, he's always been like a, such an idol of mine. He's super inspiring. But 
his, it's a bit more chefy, mm. but like I love that. Um, and I also love the other. Well, I like cookbooks with a bit of magic, and I always like the Moon Juice cookbook as well, which is a bit more kind of yeah, superfoods and things. But um, yeah, it's probably I've got hundreds. Of yeah, I bet you have so many. <laughs> I love a cookbook, but um, but yeah, those um, Richards definitely is like my kind of go-to for inspiration. Oh, great. What are your tips for someone for how someone can create positive change in the world? Oh wow, um, I think I always go on about believing in yourself, but you know I do think it is really believing in your dream. Like you don't need to strip back and you're like, why am I here? No. And we've actually we're currently like finishing off the plant three course and we've been writing these whole like kind of amazing manual about rich like your why and everything. But it is really stripping it back, and when you have your your why like really clear and mm-hmm. you're like right I like mine like I want to inspire better mental health through food like that's what I want to do and I want to show people that you know you can use food in like a really inspiring way mm. and I think that would make a big ripple effect if everyone kind of knew those tools so I think always stripping it back and then sometimes when you make decisions and you like especially big ones you're like I want to really have an impact here so always if you've got your why strong then mm. you've got that drive and you can really make decisions easier as well yeah if, you know if it's the wrong or the right thing you're like does that fit with my goal yes great so yeah I great. think having your why clear yeah amazing mm. thank you so much oh. for joining us on the on the she loves podcast thank you very it's much amazing for to me. chat and thank you so much for all that you're doing to make the world a better place like you're just oh. doing such great stuff that's really sweet well you are too it's thank nice you. to be able to yeah be in it together and where can people find out more about what you're doing online um so you can find the plant academy at plant academy london on either website or instagram or anywhere and you can find me at lauren underscore love it and then I do have a Mind Candy page, which is Feed Your Mind Candy. That's a bit more of a work in progress. But, but Amazing. yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. This podcast is produced by Vivolution and is hosted by Judy Nadell, Rachel Forsyth, Jenny Edwards and Lois Johnston. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. And you can find us at weareshelovescom and on Instagram at weareshelovesdoms